You're listening to Mission Lab. Mission Lab. From our living new man, Ben Here's our parents, Sean and Camille Brace. My name's Camille Brace, and I'm here with my husband, Sean. Man, I feel like it's been at least a few weeks since I've been on. It has been a few weeks, and I know our listeners have missed you, I am sure. Yes, I'm sure greatly. Anyways, this is episode 41. 41. And the title is called, Are We Trying to Make Everyone Seventh-day Adventists? And before we get into that, I wanted to... Do a little promotion. So Mm. Sean and I are going to be doing a special episode in the future um, on April 2. April 2. And it is going to be for like a question period or a question time. So we would love if you guys had any questions to submit them by March 29. So that's almost a month away. Four weeks. Yeah. Um, Submit your questions or... Uh, little. Well, how would they submit them? Uh, Sean's on Twitter. Twitter, Sean at Sean Brace. Or you can email him. Or at our M Lab Podcast, M Lab Podcast Twitter account. Yep. Or you can email Sean at SW Brace. Nope. Oh boy. <laughs> what Don't... is your email? <laughs> Sean Brace at gmail.com. S H A W N B R A C E at gmail.com. As you can tell, I never email my husband. Yes. I mean, does anyone email anybody? Yeah, anymore? not a lot. Anyways. Or Facebook. We're on Facebook. You can find us. Just search for us Sean Brace, Camille Brace. Um, what happens if we don't get any questions, Camille? I don't know. We may not have an episode we that week. We won't have an episode. So we want your questions that have to do specifically with mission, discipleship, the Story church. Story of God. Story. Anything we've covered or anything that comes to mind that uh, could be an extension of what we've covered. So by March 29, that is a Or Thursday. even things that you're doing in your church that you wanted to share um, that are perhaps working, that mm. are in the, along the lines of mission and discipling. That would be awesome, too. Yes. In fact, a few weeks ago, we had mm. the privilege of FaceTiming with... Skyping. Oh, Skyping with Matt and Carly from Australia. So shout out to you guys. It was so great to meet you. Sean had met them back in, what, September? September. I did indeed. And uh, so we just chatted about mission and what they're doing in Australia, and it was just... It was a great time. Good times. Yeah. So So. back to our episode. Are we trying to make everyone Seventh-day Adventists? Yes. Oh, is that a question? Yes. Okay. So the reason for this question is actually there's many reasons. But um, when I was in Australia, incidentally, ironically, um, I had a question and answer time when I was speaking there towards the end of the week when I was speaking. And people just... We had a a microphone, and we passed it around in the audience. And one of the questions that came up was someone said, it sounds like you're just trying to take other Christians and make them Seventh-day Adventists. Now, I'm not sure why 
they um, got that idea. Got that idea because that's not the message that I was sharing. But um, they want to know: Is that all you're trying to do? And the implication of that question was: We shouldn't be doing that. Like we should not try to quote unquote steal sheep. That's a term that's often used. There's many different denominations that have this attitude as well that, hey, church members from other denominations are off limits. We're just trying to reach the unchurched and the non-Christians. And so there is a, a an attitude within Christianity. There is a growing sentiment even among Seventh-day Adventists, which is our particular community of faith, that also says the same thing, like, hey, as long as someone loves Jesus, shouldn't we just leave them alone and not worry about whether they accept our truth? So I thought this was a very good question, because what is our mission as those who are on mission? And what is our mission for those of us who are Seventh-day Adventists? Historically, Seventh-day Adventists have had a fairly significant um, movement to bring in people from all different denominations. Lately, it's been um, a little less of an emphasis. So the question is, are we just trying to make everyone Seventh-day Adventists? And this applies not only to other Christians. Are we just trying to get other Christians to be Seventh-day Adventists? But obviously, more broadly, um, are we trying to get non-Christians to become just Seventh-day Adventists? So, Camille, is that what we're trying to do? Well, yes and no. Yes so and no. P- part it's kind of complicated because I see it as being a Seventh-day Adventist um, and knowing that knowing some of the doctrine that I believe in, um, some of the specific faith-based uh, Bible beliefs that I believe in. Um, I see so much like, I don't know what word I could use, but just like such a piece at what I know mm-hmm. um, and and truth that I know. So in some ways, you know, when you believe something, no matter what it is, if you believe in a football team or if you believe mm. in... Oh, you believe um, in a football team. You know, whatever a it restaurant may, you like. Yeah. You're going to be passionate about sharing mm-hmm. that message or, you know trying to get others to be sports, the same sports fans or trying to get others to go to that restaurant because you think it's so good. Um, so I, I look at partly that way that mm-hmm. I have this message that I am passionate about. So I would be eager to share it. But then at the mm-hmm. same time, I look at how many people in our world who don't know Jesus. Well, when I say not even world in the U S alone, and you look at, those who don't know Christ and those who already do, why not spend that time reaching those who don't know anything about Christ mm-hmm. as to those who are who already know who already have a relationship with Christ? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think point for me, point number one is that and this goes back to a previous episode, but we're not trying to convert anybody, right? Right. Like that's not what we're out to do. We're not trying to get you know, manipulate people or twist their arm or, you know, 
subtly get them to become, you know, drink our Kool-Aid or whatever. That's not what we're trying to do. So we're not trying to convert anybody. We're not trying to make Baptists into Seventh-day Adventists. We're not trying to make Buddhists into Christians. Like, that's not our task. Our task is to bless and serve and to help people understand the beauty of God's love more to whatever degree they can. So that's my first point, just to get that out of the way. We're not trying to convert anyone. Mm -hmm. We've had an episode on that before. But I would say point number two is that if the only goal of the Christian message was to get people, quote unquote, saved, then uh, we definitely wouldn't worry ourselves with trying to share our truth with other people. Um, You know, there are many, many Christians who have a sincere and vibrant and rich and honest walk with Jesus. And we have a lot of those friends in this community. And uh, we have, you know, there's many people that we're in relationship with as we have gone out into our communities, into our city. We have book clubs. It's funny, the other day, um, I was talking with my friend Ben, who's in my book club, and we were just talking about how it's interesting because everybody in our book club is a Christian. And that wasn't the intent of the book club originally. I think it's probably similar to you. I think maybe it's not as much Ours like is a that. little bit diverse now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, like a lot of the people that we are doing life with are Christians. And so, yeah, if it was only about whether or not they're saved, like there's many Christians who are saved. Quote unquote. Yeah. And, and we, have, we have come to a greater appreciation um, the more and more time we have spent with, other, with Christians of other faiths with how, you know, they are sincere and they're, they're walking with Jesus. And I don't know about you, Camille, but I used to like, and this is going to be like really funny to some people listening, but going back to the idea of being in a bubble, Mm -hmm. like I remember the first time I started hanging out with people, Christians who are not Seventh-day Adventists, I was like, man, do they pray to the same God? And (laughs) like, should I pray with them? And like, what am I, what am I, what's my role here? And it was funny, I was having a conversation with another friend of mine a few weeks ago about that very thing when it comes to um, a mutual friend of ours. But like, like there's that, that, um, that uncertainty, like what's my, how do I relate to this person? Like, are they praying to the same God I am? Yeah. And I Um, think that just goes back to the bubble that we were both raised in. Yeah. Yeah. So like there is absolutely no doubt that most Christians that we encounter are in a saving relationship with Jesus and they're sincere and they're awesome. And so that's not what, that's not a concern at all. Um, It's not like we're coming to other Christians and saying, we have this truth that if you don't accept, you can't be saved. That's not what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But here is my question. Is the goal of Christianity simply to get people, quote unquote, saved? No. No. Okay. Well, then, I mean, what do you mean? The goal of Christianity is to make disciples so those people can therefore tell the world 
who Christ is and what he has done for us. Yeah. That, I mean, that would be my definition. Yeah, so, and this is how I answered that question um, when the person asked in Australia, is the goal is to help everybody grow up in their discipleship, right? Mm-hmm. So whether you're a Baptist or whether you're a Buddhist or whether you're, what's another B for a religious? Baha'i, that's one. Uh, whatever you are, like we're all seeking to become, well, the goal is to all become more and more like Jesus. Um, the goal of Christian message is to gather, I would say, a people together to whom God has promised he would bless the world and through whom he will bless the world. So Mm -hmm. the goal is not just to get people in heaven. The goal, as some have said, is to get heaven into people. And so, yeah, in short, we're trying to make disciples, which is the process of helping people go deeper in their understanding of God's love and living that love out. So like, you know, we have friends, again, that we've talked about, whether it's, you know, I'll mention names, some of our Christian friends, and they've been on here before, Mike or or Ben, I don't think he's been on here before, but Pudge and, you know, people that are, that we're doing life with, we're not necessarily trying to make them Seventh-day Adventists, but we are discipling them, and by God's grace, they're discipling us because we're all trying to grow up into Christ-likeness to a greater degree because God is trying to do something, and that's kind of my next point. Do you have anything to add along these lines right now, Camille? No, you're doing a great job, Sean. Can <laughs> keep keep on keeping starting on. Starting to wonder why you're on this, why you're <laughs> back on an episode. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I just go back to the story of God that that we shared last week, and um, that you shared last. That week. I share. I mean, I use we because you're you're you know you're there for. Emotional Moral support. support you yes. were folding your laundry in the back. You didn't even listen to the episode yet, did you? I have not. No. You had headphones on. Yeah. And I was talking about how you were folding laundry. Oh, nice. And no, so, I did actually heard that part. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. That you was the only part I heard. You didn't <laughs> smile and laugh. I assumed you didn't hear it because oh. you didn't smile and laugh. Um, <laughs> no, but we talked. I, I talked about the story of God and how the big story going on is that there is this conflict between God and Satan, and Satan has slandered God, and God is seeking to be, be, be vindicated, proven right, that he is seeking to demonstrate that he is who he says he is. And so, like, truth matters, like, again, we're, the, the grand goal of Christianity is not just to figure out how to get people saved. The grand goal of Christianity is to set the record straight about who God is. And so, like, we are unapologetically Seventh-day Adventists. Right. We're not just cultural Adventists. Like, we're not just people who are Christians who happen to be Adventists. Well, I guess this is our denomination, so we're going to have to, like— do the Seventh-day Adventist thing. Like, there is a beauty, and I've mentioned this before, there is a beauty and a, and, a, and a grandeur, not that we have it all figured out and that we're the best and that, you know, we're special and uh, we're better than anybody else, but, like, there is a, a, 
a, a, a narrative, a story that I think we have been privileged to understand so that this whole story can come into greater focus and God's love can be more fully understood. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. And I know sometimes throughout our podcast, sometimes I feel like there's there's underlying tone of like um, not being as positive. Negativity. Or, yeah, trying to think of like things we can do different as a church or things we're not doing well enough as a church. But being a Seventh-day Adventist is something that I'm happy to be a part of and proud to be a part of. And it's amazing the amount of things that our Seventh-day Adventist denomination does around the world uh, with ADRA and helping... What's um, ADRA? Adventist... Disaster... Relief... Relief... Aid? No, I think it's... Everyone always gets this wrong. Adventist Development and Relief Agency, I think, is what it is. Yeah, we, we've always just grown up know, knowing it's been ADRA. ADRA. But, uh, you know, providing that um, support when disaster comes, and it's throughout the whole world and having a huge hospital organization and health message. Uh, it's amazing what the Seventh-day Adventist Church has been able to organize and execute throughout the world. Mm. Um, so that is something that, I think is extremely positive within our own denomination um, and, and not something to like shy away from. It's funny because I have had in the last three months, uh, four people, just different people at different time who are not Seventh-day Adventists literally say, man, your church is like the best kept secret in the world. In fact, just today, someone said that to me. Like mm. they they hadn't heard about like us doing Adra. They hadn't heard that we literally have the um, largest Protestant hospital system in the world. And someone who's listening could dispute this, perhaps, but um, that's I think pretty well established. We have the largest educational system, uh, religious educational system in the world. Um, these are not things to beat our chests and, you know, pound our chests and say, Hey, you know, look at us. We're great. But it's just a, a, an extension of our understanding that God, again, is not just trying to save people, so to speak. He's trying to heal them. He's trying to extend healing to the world. He's trying to, you know, when he raised up Abraham, he said, I'm going to bless the world through you. The question that the Bible is often trying to solve is not, again, how can people get saved, but how can God reach the world through his people? And uh, we just had that conversation last night, actually, with some of our church members where, you know, and Camille, I'm sure you'd love for me to get into theological jargon here, but, yes. um, you know, someone was thinking, well, in the Old Testament, uh, they didn't, you know, they didn't know that they could have eternal life. And in the New Testament, they knew they could have eternal life. And they in the Old Testament were just worried about, you know, following the rules. And I said, well, actually, neither the Old Testament and the New Testament were worried about how can I be saved? The question that, were, that was being asked was how can I be a part of God's people who are supposed to be blessing the world? Um, so, yeah, so we don't like, again, the question is not, 
uh, are those other Christians saved? And so do I have to bring them my truth to save them? Um, so we don't think, we don't think other Christians need to be saved, but we want everyone to grow in their discipleship of learning to live and love like Jesus better. And, uh, we believe that God is doing something amazing. Again, going back to the story of God, he's doing something amazing at this point in human history where he is seeking to reveal his heart and character to a degree that has never been witnessed before in human history, in world history. And for me, it's not even, it's, for me, it's more of a, a presentation, like who is God presenting before me for me to be a blessing to? Mm. That mm. person may be a Christian, that person may not be a Christian. Mm. Um, and whoever mm. that person is, that's who God has for me at this time in my life, in that person's life, uh, to do life with, to to try to encourage each other as we we strive for, um, you know, if, if they're Christian, a m- more connected life with Christ. Mm-hmm. And if not, and if not Christian for me to bless that person and love that person as Christ would. Mm, that's great. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And so that's why I would say like doctrine matters. Uh, maybe we'll have a whole episode on why doctrine matters. Camille, would you enjoy that one? Um, Sean knows I really love the theological discussions yes, that oh he likes boy. to. If you, uh, I feel like I've tamed him down a little bit, though. When we first got married, it was like, you know, literally, guys, I don't know if we ever talked about this, but our first Valentine's Day. Did we talk about this before? <laughs> no. He like sent me a card that was written in Hebrew. Hebrew. And I was like, seriously, I can't even read this. <laughs> it was when he was in the seminary. Well, now we got to tell the whole story. Oh, no, let's not tell the I whole. Actually, no, I we're actually, actually out of time, folks. <laughs> I actually, I won't tell the story, but I will say that on Valentine's Day, I went to a women's basketball game with my good friend, Rabbi Bill Seemers, who is rabbi at one of the local Jewish synagogues. Here in Bangor. Here in Bangor. And he invited me to go with him. And it was a Valentine's Day, as I said. And I said, do not celebrate Valentine's Day. And he goes, no. He was like, you know, that's a Christian holiday. And I was like, really? I never really thought of it. But it is St. Valentine, who was a Catholic saint. And uh, he actually was under the impression that I did not celebrate it, which I don't know if I do. Uh, we have loved ones who are a part of our missional community who happen to be blood-related to you, Camille, who don't <laughs> do Valentine's Day. We won't mention any names, but I had to explain awkwardly to Rabbi Bill that, no, we kind of do, did do Valentine's Day. And then I suddenly remembered the story, and I neglected to tell it to him when we were sitting there at the basketball game that the first Valentine's Day we had when we were married, I did write up a card for you in Hebrew. And I was like, oh, man, he would have loved that. I should have told him that. And back to my original point, as I yes. do feel like I've, I've oh, kind of tamed you down a little bit. You've in the dumped theolo- me down? Is that what Tamed <laughs> you down in the theological you've ta- okay. yeah, department. Yeah. yeah, well, I guess I would just say this, and I actually explained this. I had a an email, and now this is getting like story time with Sean and Camille, but I got an email from out of the blue, a random email from um, a fairly well-known Adventist theologian, one of the more uh, popular 
writers and uh, professors, and he asked me a, a theological question, and I had to respond to him and said, you know what, I have to admit to you that I have gotten a lot more pragmatic in my theology. So that's the way I'll put it. Like, Oh, there you go. Like, if... if you didn't say my wife has tamed me down a bit? No, <laughs> I, I said she's dumbed me down. No, I, I'm just kidding. No, but like at the end of the day, theology has to be able to be practical and it has, Understandable. To, it has to be relevant. And this is not to say that, and it, we're getting off topic here, but some people, Very want, off us, topic. Some people want us to extend these episodes anyway. Um, but uh, it's not as though if something doesn't, seem relevant to me, then it must not be important theologically. That's not what I'm saying. But things do need to be able to connect with everyday life. And so, um, yeah, I guess part of what I was saying is that I have, I said to this gentleman, I have uh, stopped thinking that it's my task to correct every Seventh-day Adventist theologically. Not that I ever really thought that, but I, you know, kind of had a little more bit more of that uh perspective but i said when when you're on mission um you realize that there's a lot of theology that we argue about that doesn't really matter that much and so you just when you spend time with people who don't share your assumptions you are able to Really realize. see that we're asking and talking yeah, about like like ridiculous things. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And again, obviously, there's going to be some things that a quote unquote non-believer won't care about, and that doesn't mean it's not important. But anyway, um, so all this is to say, you got me off on this tangent. Doctrine does matter, not because doctrine is some abstract body of teachings that one has to buy into in order to be saved, but doctrine reveals greater truth about God's character. And thus, uh, it helps us come into greater union with him relationally. And that gives us the ability to give a picture of him to the world with greater and greater clarity. Does that make sense? I mean, it's kind of jumbled up, but all this is to say is the reason why uh, theological uh, discussion does matter and why I might go to a Baptist and I might say, hey, you know, this idea that God burns people in hell forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever, I'm not sure that that jives with Scripture and it jives with how I understand God to be. And that, that truth now has the capacity to draw us into greater union with, with, with God, which then allows us to have the capacity to have a greater witness of God. In other words, the more we know of God's love, the greater we can love other people. Does that make sense, Camille? Yes. Yes, absolutely. All right, so as All we right. wind this episode down, so as we got a little off track, sorry about that. Keep going. No, I think we're done. I just wanted to remind you that submit questions by March 29, and uh, we'll look forward to hearing from you guys. Please and submit the questions. Anything that we have been unclear about or uh, foggy or... <laughs> 
got too much off topic or whatever it might be. Um, or just wrong. Or wrong, Maybe yeah. Or just wrong. That's a possibility. Yeah. So bottom line, uh, yes and no, we are trying to make people Seventh-day Adventists. No, because we're not trying to convert anybody. But yes, because we do want people to grow in their discipleship. And we do believe the things we believe because we think they make an important difference in our lives. And we think God's trying to bless the world through a community. God's trying to bring a community together who are reflecting his love to greater and greater and greater degrees. And that's what's happening at this juncture in Earth's history. So... Without further ado, it's been great to be back with you guys. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Mission Lab. Our theme song is Portland Hike by Tiny Music. Additional editing by Chris Ogag. Follow us on Twitter at MLab Podcast.